Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. I am Tony Soto, and it is a pleasure to be back. Always remember that you can watch me live and in person every Tuesday at noon Pacific time if you are a subscriber to my Patreon, which is the Tony Soto Show. Only $5 a month. And you get to see extra stuff that I do. And if I get more subscribers, I would probably be more um, uh, inspired to do more things. Uh, we shall see. Hello, everybody. Um, uh, before we get started, we have to uh, make everyone aware that uh, Puerto Rico just went through another uh, crazy hurricane hurricane fiona went through i believe was a category three or four power is out power will probably be out there forever and um you know it's just a shame that this hurricane got little to no coverage because they were burying an old monarch for fucking three weeks how long does it take to bury a goddamned old woman she probably wasn't even in that box the whole time could you imagine how cheated i would feel if i found out that old bag of bones wasn't even in that motherfucking box she better be in that box that's what I was saying. There's no way that I would have walked 24 hours, waited 24 hours plus uh, to see an empty box. You better give me an open casket. I better be able to look at the face. Show me the face. I want to see the face. And if you're not going to show us Queen's face, can we at least get a little bit of coverage on Hurricane Fiona and what exactly it is doing to Puerto Rico? Because here's the thing. It seems like the United States always likes to conveniently forget that Puerto Rico is a colony. And just like a stupid colonizer, they're very, very bad at it. They just don't give a shit about the indigenous people um, and the people of their own countries. But, I mean, bravo, Elizabeth. I mean, way to go out just how they said you were, a fucking racist colonizer who turned a blind eye to problems of people of color. So, uh, yeah, way to distract everyone from fucking Puerto Rico. And look, I'm on your side, old dead white lady. I don't think that everyone should be putting you in hell all immediately and saying that you, you're roasted in hell because we know that you started being the queen really young and didn't really have a say. And it's not really how your life wanted to go. So, look, I'm not going to hold it all against you. I'm not. But can you, can you get buried faster? Can we bury the royal such? Because here's the thing. Ain't no one going to give that much of a shit about Charles. And how long could he be king? Like, did you see the hands? That's Those aren't the hands of a healthy man. He's not going to be king for long. Five years tops. And I think I'm being very generous with five years. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I don't care. Can we stop with this royal madness? Like, we care? And why do we care? Like, <sighs> why do we care? Well, y'all, I am just getting back from a fabulous vacation in the middle of hell. Okay, so there is like this like um, spinning heat wave that is like going over the uh, south, you know, like Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi. And it just is making everything so fucking hot, like 95 degrees plus, and then a whole bunch of goddamn humidity. So I'm was in New Orleans. I went to New Orleans because my old roommate, Gavin, who I lived with for three years in Chicago, 
just turned 40, you know, we're all getting to be that age. We're all getting up there. And, um, you know, this is uh, Gavin and the group of friends that I ended up going to New Orleans with are friends that I went to uh, Columbia College with. So it's kind of wild how many people from Columbia College, when I was only there for two years, uh, how many people from that from those two years that I still uh, communicate with frequently, but especially during COVID, because, you know, I was here isolating alone, and my only real two outlets uh, to speak were, of course, the Tony Soto show, uh, y'all saw those breakdowns, and Gay Power Half Hour. I'm sure you've experienced those breakdowns, too. Um, but one can only break down so many times on a public forum before you're like, Does it, is, is there anybody out there? You know, Pink Floyd said it best. But um, so these uh, dudes and a couple gals from college, we all just started meeting on Friday on Zoom meetings and started doing like just hours and hours of chatting every Friday. And, uh, you know, just trying to keep ourselves sane and laughing it out. And, you know, Kevin was always such a great roommate. And so his 40th birthday came along and everyone's like, let's surprise him. If anyone knows me, I feel like I've mentioned it. I feel like I've mentioned it a few times. Um, I'm not a fan of surprises. I don't want to be surprised. I like to cancel on plans. So to try to plan a surprise thing for me would be really silly because uh, very well could possibly on the day where you're supposed to take me somewhere and hang out uh, right before the surprise, I would probably cancel. So all of the, all of the guys got together and, um, uh, coming from Chicago, coming from Maine. I came from Los Angeles and we all hung out at our friend Justin Allison's house. And when Gavin showed up, we staggered our appearances. Uh, and it was so just, it was like a, it was like rapid fire surprises, blah, 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 blah. And then of course I closed it. I was the last surprise. And that's only because I was the least likely to show up. <laughs> I'm always the least likely to show up. And that's okay. That's okay. I assume that that's okay. But uh, so New Orleans is wild. I don't know if anyone has been to New Orleans before. The surprise went out swimmingly. It was so great to see all my friends. Um, they do spend the entire time together when they vacation, though. Like, I'm alone. I like to vacation alone mostly. If I could, if I could prefer it, I would go on a trip by myself because that way I'm not beholden to anybody. I don't want to be around the same people every day. Now, this was only. Uh, let's see. I got there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Came home Monday. So this was like you know a, a three day trip. Uh, so it wasn't completely terrible. But in three days, they did spend almost all the time together. And uh, I live alone, you know, I live alone. Uh, there, there are days where I will not go, where I won't speak to a single person. And I love that. So, um, you know, that's a little much. I wish I would have had my own car and my own place. But other than that, they are dream boats to hang out with. And we had so much fun. But New Orleans was a hot, humid fucking mess. And I'll tell you, I was uncomfortable the whole time. Um, but you learn some things from the South, you know, I think that people 
who live in these like blue bubbles across the country, you know, in these like progressive states, you know, the ones that still allow abortions, you know, uh, civilized folks should go and experience these Southern places. And I think the best one for progressives would be New Orleans, because I mean, it's got a lot of fucking sin in it. You know what I mean? It's a fucking messy ass town, a lot of, a lot of bad juju and good juju and just a big old, conflama of the juju so uh but everybody there had a limp everybody had a limp and i'm like what is wrong with everybody's feet like what's wrong what's going on with your feet do you have plantar fasciitis like do you have gout like what is going on with everybody's limping and i'm talking of all ages i saw limps and this is what i'm saying about about uh pro progressive people in our bubbles we can go there just to know how to take care of ourselves better because here's the thing i love being there and i ate all the food and we were just gobbling it all up but i'm going to tell you the first thing i had when i got back was metamucil that should no one should eat that rich all the time it just shouldn't happen you should have a and i don't even condone the sweet greens but you should have like an equivalent of that where they're just passing out like uh mountains of uh of spinach and broccolis and stuff that'll clean out the insides because that food is delicious and because it's delicious that should just show you right there you shouldn't fucking eat it all the time you shouldn't um but it was so good. And the, and honestly, guys, so uh, in New Orleans, you can, if you are not driving a car, you can have an open container of alcohol in the car. There are stores where you can drive through a drive-thru and buy daiquiris, loaded up, boozed up daiquiris. Now, they'll put a little piece of masking tape on the top where the straw goes you know, because they're responsible. But you know you're taking that tape off and putting that straw right in. So, and you can take booze from one bar into another bar. You can literally, the entire town of New Orleans, everyone is walking around with a to-go cup. Everybody, no matter the time of the day, no matter the time of the day, because there's always mimosas. You know what I mean? It's wild. Who who has that stamina? I'll tell you. When when I got there on Friday, now I already knew that I was going to resolve to drinking on this trip. I knew that I was hanging out with a bunch of enablers who uh, who still love to booze. Now I don't drink so much anymore, but I can hang. I'm a homie, and I knew that the homies would want to forget the festivities. So. I was going into that trip knowing I was going to uh, to drink. I was not taking into account uh, that we are all, well, I am over 40, but we are all teetering around 40 plus. Now, it's been eight years since I've seen any of these hoodlums. And uh, so we're moving slower these days, you know? We're walking a little slower to the bar. We're making a little more... <clears throat> Uh, groans and when you get up and you know a lot of knee pops were happening so it was like who do we think we are drinking like this like what in the world and it's so funny on the night that i got there we all had plans 
We were making brunch the next day. Oh, come over. We got an Airbnb. Oh, we're going to make French toast. You want some bacon? It's going to be there. Yeah, we got big plans. All the plans that we had made on Saturday, for Saturday, out the window, ladies and gentlemen, out the fucking window. There was no brunch. I think they made a whole, I think they made a whole bunch of bacon. That's, that's what I remember. I remember there being the smell of bacon in the air and then being like, there's bacon. And I was like, cool. Such a good time. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. And I'm going to tell you, I went to the bourbon. I went to the bourbon street. Cause you know, you got to go to the bourbon street. You got to go and see what's happening. And you know, it's not Mardi Gras. So, you know, it's not, uh, wild and crazy and to the max, but there are people who are trying to recapture Mardi Gras every night of the week in New Orleans. You know, there's something a little sad about flashing your boobs when there's only like 150 people in front of a bar having beads. You know, I mean, if there were like, if there are only like four guys on a balcony like offering me beads, I'm not showing my tits. It's not Mardi Gras. Are you kidding me? And I'm just going to call it out straight up. If you work at the executive, what I think it's the gentleman's executive or executive gentleman or whatever, y'all need to, y'all need to take better care of those ladies that are working at that place because there, I've just never seen so many cliffhangers. Now that's when the shoes are too small for the feet and the toes are hanging over. Now, and this is my thing. I'm not trying to be shady. I'm truly not, but I am a drag queen and I do have some notes. If your shoes don't fit, girl, don't be hanging, don't be hanging out in front of the gentleman's club trying to get people's attention. Because listen, maybe the straight men won't notice. I promise they won't. But some catty faggot walking down sipping a strawberry daiquiri, sure as fuck will. They looked so tired. They did. They looked so tired. I felt so bad for them. It was like, I don't know, 9.30. Like, how long is your shift? How long do you have to do that? My God, some woman came up to her uh, and was like, I like your tattoos. And then she proceeded to pull her shirt completely over her head and show her tattoo, which had to have been, I don't know, 40, 50 years old and never seen a lick of sunscreen throughout those entire decades because truly it was just a black octagon. And she said it was a tiger. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I got more things to say. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, I am back with the show. Did I mention that... uh, very aggressive hurricane just hit Puerto Rico and they are out of power and they'll probably be out of power for weeks. And the United States never fucking cares, even though it is a U.S. colony. Can we please bring some attention to Puerto Rico? The fact that they are hit constantly, you know, being in Louisiana, uh, being in uh, New Orleans, they're all, they haven't had a noticeable storm this year. They haven't had a noticeable storm and they are in the middle of hurricane season. It goes through the end of October, I believe. Um, so, you know, they're sitting pretty right now and it's funny because it's, you know, one of my, one of my friends, Max was talking about like how he was thinking about, well, would I ever move to new Orleans or whatever? And, um, 
And he, and he put it in a really, really great way. He said, why would I go and move somewhere where every three months I might lose everything? Like you might lose everything. There's a good chance you're going to lose something. Maybe not everything, but something. But there is a good chance that you're going to walk out and like not have anything. Maybe even your fucking life. Who knows? Who knows? Hurricanes, I don't know them. I don't know. Them. There are things, there are certain things that I know when it comes to like weather and whatnot. And there are things that I don't know. Like I've, you know, been around tornado season. You know, I kind of know what that looks like. You know, I know what a hailstorm is like. I don't know what it means when the storm goes through and then there's the eye and it's peaceful and then you get all the shit in the back. What does that mean? Like, how long is it peaceful? Like, what does that even mean? So it's what, and then it's all the reversed. Like, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? God. Speaking of panic, <laughs> absolute panic. <clears throat> I was reading something on the internet. There's been a lot of uh, violence and negativity and stuff that's been coming towards the LGBTQIA community. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of people trying to like fuck up drag queen story hours and, you know, just trying to cause the ruckus uh, because they are so bored uh, and they so badly need to make their bullshit relevant, their little fucking f f uh, fables and stories. They need to make them all so true. They need to make one of the most famous fictional book characters in history come to life before our eyes so everyone else can buy into the bullshit that Satan is at the helm of what is happening in this country. Oh, that's right. It is Beelzebub. It is the devil, and he is coming for you and your fucking children. But how is he doing that? By letting a drag queen read to them. Oh, yes, that's right. They, because, listen, if, you, if we read it backwards, it's the devil talk. That's right. That's right. I mean, you got to be really thorough. You got to film a drag queen reading a drag queen story hour, and then you got to replay it backwards, and then you can get the true message and I'll tell you what the, you know what? You don't even have to do that. Let me tell you what you will hear if you play a drag queen reading a story backwards. This is what you're going to hear. This is the message. Oh God, I hope the parents get the jokes this week. Oh, fuck these kids. I'm not here for these kids. I'm trying to get a laugh out of their goddamn sad parents for making the mistake of having these fucking kids. That's what you hear. That's what you hear when you play our messages backwards. We don't give a fuck about your kids. We're not trying to bring them to hell with us. Here's one thing. We like to have parties where kids aren't. So if we're talking eternity, why would we bring your baggage with us to our hell? That sounds terrible. And it sounds like we have control over that. So we wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? We wouldn't. So fucking satanic panic is the silly. Now I'm a product of the nineties. I remember the original satanic panic nonsense. Well, the original was the Salem witch trials. Let's be real because uh, people of small minds that believe in invisibility fucking go into hysteria and they just kill randos. They just kill. They don't even care who they kill because everyone's a part of the devil. Have you seen that that sins of the mother about the 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 uh, LDS crazy kooky lady who fucking killed her two adopted kids? Like she thought she was a god and she thought everyone else was zombies. 
Zombies. They're zombies. Like these are the people we're fucking listening to. These are the people that we're giving a goddamn voice to when it comes to anything. Listen, if you have a goddamn opinion about satanic panic and it has to do with a subset of people living in this country, I want your church taxed. I want your fucking church tax. I want your church. I want that dirty Jesus money is what I want. Because listen, here's the thing. You start making these fucking quacks pay taxes and then they don't have enough money to cover up their little kitty fiddling scandals. Oh, they're out of it. They're out of it. Churches are doomed. More people are wisening up to the stupidity of it. But I am from the 90s when He-Man was considered, this is before Harry Potter and all that nonsense. Like He-Man was, was the devil. You know, any kind of, like, now granted, our, our toys were a little darker back in the day, but we had fun. You know, we had fun. We had no parents and we had fun. So when your parents aren't around, you'll want to play with spooky shit. But I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so, oh, this is the thing, guys. It's getting, it's going to get dangerous. And it's going to get dangerous on the idea of a complete lie and bullshit. Like, that's what's crazy. We're, we give, we give people who, Guys, at some point we tell our kids Santa's not real. At some point we say the Easter Bunny's bullshit. At some point we're like, yeah, sorry, no bitch came in and took your teeth. Like we say all of these things. At some point we come to our senses on all of those things. But there's still some big old vengeful asshole up there trying to fucking rule shit. Let's be real. And that dude is evil. Let's even be realer. If anything, I could get down with some satanic panic. I could. I feel like Satan and I would be like this. I'm like, oh, you want me to know shit, Satan? Oh, thank you. Thank you for opening my stupid eyes. And I'm not just going around killing sheep and firstborn for some fucking invisible bullshit. Keep your bullshit booga booga nonsense to yourself. Stop sharing with people. No one cares. I'll tell you the moment a religious person gets on a train or something and starts like spouting and listen the wackos that go into the trains and talk about the end of days and blah, blah, blah. They are no different than the overdressed fucking thieves that happen that work in actual churches that you're just throwing your money at. Everyone is like, how, how does Donald Trump, how does he campaign? How does he fundraise off of, off? because they're fucking morons. They're the same idiots that are taught to believe that 10% of everything they make has to go to invisibility. That's how fucking someone like Donald Trump can camp or can fundraise over bullshit. Cause these people fucking think that for some reason that fat womanizer is like connected to God. And if that's the case, your shit is bunk. Like bunk. It's bunk. Oh, let's see. When they say tax these fruitcakes. That's right. <laughs> tax them. Tax them. I want their money. I want their tax money. Look, if we're going to sit here and be like Bezos and all these people who, yes, they absolutely should. Like, let's talk about these other billion dollar fucking industries made up on bullshit. Like, stop catering to these people. I want more atheist politicians. I want more shameless people that are running for office that will stand up and say, you know what? I don't buy into your bullshit. And, but that said, I'm never going to do anything that would uh, keep you 
from doing your bullshit. That said, uh, two two dudes kissing and ordering cake at a store doesn't fuck with your bullshit. Close your eyes, turn around, you're fucking lame anyway, all right? And your kids are going to end up being faggots. Let's just be real. You're going to get a gay son. You're going to get a gay nephew. You're going to get something gay and it's coming for you. You know what? I hope it hurts. Because <laughs> here's the thing too. Once it hits your family, you might have progressive feelings about that relative or, you know, better yet, you probably won't. Probably disown, like, you know, because you're abandoners, you're fucking liars and abandoners. But let's say you do, let's say you aren't a complete liar and complete abandoner. You're going to fucking only feel progressive to make sure good old Johnny's having a good life. Well, I sure want Johnny to have a good life. I love Johnny. I want Johnny's. I don't want him to get the AIDS from one of those dirty bathhouse faggots. I sure hope Johnny has a good life. But every other one of us, we're just filthy fucking low lives. Let's be real. Stop with your lying. Stop with your bullshit. We love everybody. That's the thing. We were in Baton Rouge and I passed by some Catholic church and it was like, all are welcome here. I have a list. I have a list. I have a pre I have a list of people like, okay, before I walk into this den of bullshit, here's a list of people I would expect to see at some place that is progressive. I mean, I still would lose respect for every single one of them because they were in that fucking church to begin with, but they should at least be there. Can we stop talking about inflation? Look, prices are fucking high. You know what? Inflation is here. Very fucking true. Can we stop talking about it? Because it's not just an us thing. I'm so tired of Americans acting like everyone or that, that we are the only ones that are paying more for eggs. Everyone's paying more for eggs. Like, look, we're all broke. I feel it. I should not have taken that vacation. I should not have gone on that vacation because now I'm sitting here just waiting for a gig, hoping that no fucking prepaid bill goes through. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I should, but I made my choice. I made my bed. I'm laying in it until I work again. <laughs> but we're all broke. We're all broke. And listen, if you're not, then you're not our kind of people anyway. If you're one of the people who is not affecting right now, cool. Good for you. Good for you. But we're not on the same page. We're not on the same. I'm tired of hearing about it. At this point, I just want to talk about whether or not Gavin Newsom is going to run for president. Because look, Biden is, I think that Biden is realizing that he has gotten a lot of shit done in the first year. So kudos to him, first two years. Kudos to him for getting some shit done. Some bipartisan shit too, even. Um, but nothing makes you feel your age worse than working to keep people of this country happy. Especially when you're already in your 80s. Like, what the fuck? The wild thing is, the wild thing is, it's like ever since I heard that, my mind immediately goes to Newsom. I think that Newsom is, although, you know, he got caught in a gaff during COVID, what prominent politician didn't? Uh, but uh, I think he's I think he's smart. I think he's progressive. And I think he's good for California. They've tried to recall him twice and no one wants him gone. So, I mean, like uh, it is, we are the fifth biggest economy in the world. You know, we do produce more than I think that you fucking K. So it's like, 
I wouldn't mind it. But why is no one talking about Kamala? This is the thing I'm going to say. This is the promise that I don't think that fucking uh, Biden kept when he was uh, talking about announcing his VP when it was going to be a woman of color. The uh, Every press person was like, will she be the first person in the room and the last person in the room like Obama did you? Is that how it's going to be? I don't think it has been. I don't think it has been. To me, I feel like perhaps Kamala is living like the character from the Veep's life. Like that's kind of, cause like how often do we hear about her? How often do we, it's really a shame. It's really a shame. That said, I'd be fine with President Newsom. I would, I would, I would. All right. We've come to the end. We've come to the end of this week's show. Isn't 30 minutes just so much more palatable? Uh, guys, if you enjoy this podcast, please go to my iTunes page and subscribe. Rate the show. Leave a comment. It really does help. Uh, if you're in Los Angeles and you are listening to me, so this is going to be on the 21st. If you're listening to me on Wednesday, the 21st, tonight, I am going to be in West Hollywood doing Learn the Words, bitch, at Stash. The sign-up is at 9 and the show is at 9.30. Uh, and we have uh, some fabulous guest judges. We have, um, um, that's not good. We have fabulous guest judges that you will be able to see when you get there. Oh, Reese Swanser and your friend, Kevin, Kevin McDonald. Thank you so much. I just got a prompt. No, I didn't. That was synapses connecting you sons of bitches. Listen, I do a lot of learning the words, bitch, now. So there's a lot of judges coming my way, a lot of names. But please come out to Stash tonight. It is the 21st of uh, September in West Hollywood. It'll be fun. Um, uh, that is it for now. I am the Tony Soto Show on everything, which is uh, Facebook. Nope, not Facebook. That's so dumb. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All right. I feel like I'm still recovering from my trip. Bye.